Oh, well, enough about me. Uh, how's Cindy? Oh, Cindy. <laughs> She's still Cindy. Oh. She's just so, so draining. Yeah, she just does not understand people. Bless her heart. No, I know what you mean. Like, I feel like she tries so hard, but totally in the wrong way. Bless her heart. Yeah, and that haircut's not doing her any favors. Bless her heart. <laughs> Since we're on the subject, I think she kind of looks like a gerbil. Bless her heart. <laughs> Gerbil with acne, bless her heart. Like a sick gerbil that lives in the sewers because the child that owned her flushed it down the toilet. So it's bless a well-known fact that if you say bless her heart, she literally heart reminds me of a heartless grinch. Whoever's bless heart her that you can say whatever you want about somebody. Bless her heart, uh, but I hate her and everything she stands for. The problem with that is that you can dress up garbage. Bless her heart, but I already did. Bless her heart, but she falls into a single and dies utterly alone. I think she is actually the actual actual. And whether you're the person you're dressing up the garbage or someone else around you is dressing up garbage to you, still participating in littering, and you're still damaging the human condition. We cannot participate in gossip as Christians and as friends. We are better together when we avoid tearing other people down and when we avoid participating in tearing other people down. Proverbs 16.28 says, A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisper separates close friends. Gossip pollutes the soul. Gossip pollutes the soul. Proverbs 18.8 says that the words of a whisper are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Literally, gossip feeds us. Gossip feeds us, right? And gossip's not like broccoli, okay? Gossip isn't like good for you and it smells a little weird and it's like green and healthy. Gossip is like cake, Okay, it's appetizing. Like you want cake, you know what I mean? Like you love the icing, cake is good. But as we all shove donuts into our mouths this morning, if we have too much of cake, then it makes us sick. And it drains us, and we don't feel very good after a while. And so if we're constantly eating the cake that is gossip, we are polluting our souls. Because you are what you eat. And that type of negativity can only give way to negativity. If you're spreading negativity or negativity is being spread towards you, the only thing that it gives way to is negativity. It's not like we're going to badmouth Tina behind her back and all of a sudden both of us are going to be feeling like so much better about ourselves and everything's going to go well for us and, and we're building Tina up and Tina feels great about life right now, right? There's no good in it whatsoever. In most cases, we are either the spreader or we're the person that it is being spread to, right? It, it's like litter. We're either tossing it out the window or we're rolling down the window for someone else to toss it out. We have control over that situation. Either way, a soul is damaged when gossip is in a relationship. And souls are far too important to mess with. In Luke 17, 1 through 4, it says that, And he said to his disciples, Temptations to sin are sure to come, but woe to the one whom through the through who they, whom they come. It would be better for him if a millstone were hung around his neck and he were cast into the sea that he should cause one of these little ones to sin. Pay attention to yourselves. If your brother sins, rebuke him, and if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times a day and turns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. When we gossip, we are leading other people into sin. And ultimately, there is a punishment for that. And so as the scripture says, we have to guard ourselves. 
My mom always hit me with a line when I was little. I know you know what's coming because your parents hit you with that and you hit your kids with that and it's probably been around since Adam and Eve. Right? If you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. And if there's some gray area, if you're not sure, if you're like, I don't know if I should say this, I don't know if this is wrong, then just don't say it. Keep it to yourself. When I first wrote this, <laughs> when I first wrote this sermon up, I was reading through it last night and I was you know, going through things again and making sure I was familiar and comfortable with, with what was going down. And I had originally wrote, if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything nice at all. Uh, that's wrong. In case you're wondering, that is not the approach that you want to have. If we don't have anything nice to say, then we should just keep things to ourselves. And if we question on whether or not what we're about to say is going to build somebody up or tear somebody down, it's better to not say it at all. Don't spread gossip. Don't let gossip be spread around you. Here's the thing about gossip. Gossip has no discretion. Zero, zilch. If somebody will gossip with you, then they will gossip about you. If somebody's willing to gossip with you about another person, then when they're that other person, I'll be willing to bet that they're saying things about you to them equally. We all have that one friend or acquaintance who's like fun and kind of entertaining, but the reason that they're fun and entertaining is because they're always like spreading other people's news around, right? And they have like a comedy routine about it almost, and you kind of chuckle and you're like, that's funny, but you feel a little uncomfortable about it. You ever wonder when they're with other people what they're saying about you? That's a natural thought to have. I know I have that thought, like, my wife and I probably have the same person in mind. It's no one here, and I, I actually mean that. It's not me just saying that to, like, clear base. Yeah, it's Terry. Um, <laughs> but it, it really is no one here, but it's this per- and she's so much fun, and we love her, and she's, like, a good time, and she just... She can make you laugh, but man, she like loves gossip. Like she will eat gossip like it's cake. <laughs> and I asked my wife one day, I said, hey, you know how so-and-so is always kind of talking about other people and it's not even necessarily like mean, it's just she's just talking, like spreading their business when it should really be their business to spread. Like you think she does that about us? Like you think she... And we both kind of came to the conclusion that, like, yeah, she probably does. Right? And so when you, you have a friend or you have an acquaintance like that in your life who's willing to gossip with you, then they're also willing to gossip about you. And you have one or two choices. You can either say, I will be part of this unhealthy relationship, and I will just be okay with knowing that they're talking about me behind my back, or I'm not going to be in that relationship. And to be completely honest, that's probably the better choice because what gossip does is tear down relationships and it destroys the connection that we have with one another and it destroys trust. Have you ever had your opinion about somebody influenced by the words of someone else? Like before you even met them, maybe you haven't even had a conversation with that person, but going into it, you automatically had like a starting point for what this person was going to be like because someone else told you what they were like or someone else told you something that they had done or someone else had like kind of turned you against them for whatever reason that they may have had. You ever wonder whose opinion of you has been swayed by that person you thought was your friend, or that person that you thought at the very least was a positive acquaintance that couldn't help but spread rumors and lies about you? 
What a wonderful world we would have if we could just get rid of that. If we could let people be judged by the content of their character and who they are in their individual relationship with us and not based off of the things we've heard about them or the things they maybe have done in another relationship or whatever else it may be. In order for us to be real friends, in order for us to be better together, we have to say, I'm going to judge this person off of my experience with them and I'm not going to participate in gossip about them and I'm not going to spread hurt or pain. I'm just not going to do it. See, gossip can take many forms. It's one of the things I kind of learned this week as I was studying. Gossip can take many forms. Sometimes gossip is spreading something that's true that we just don't have any business saying. Like a friend confided something in you, whether it was a struggle or uh, a hurt that they had in their life, and you got a little loose lippy <laughs> with their secret. And, and while they were telling you, because they were looking for support and they were looking for that type of kindness and they, they, ju- they just needed you to be there for them, maybe you let it out. Or maybe in the reverse, that's happened to you. And if that's happened to you, you know how painful that is to have confidence in somebody, to confide in somebody about a struggle or pain that you're dealing with and find out that they told someone else when they had no right to. Sometimes gossip is just telling downright lies. Like sometimes we're just spreading hurt. Hopefully no one in here is doing that. Hopefully um, if it has happened at all in your life, it's happened to you. And I know that sounds like a really bad thing to say, but it's better to be on the people are spreading gossip about me side of things than I'm spreading gossip about others, right? Because if people are spreading gossip about us, that hurts and that's painful, but at least we're not leading others into sin. Sometimes, sometimes it's passing on a rumor that we don't know if it's true, right? We have a whole industry in our country, like the Star Magazine and the OK Magazine, and it's like, they're like, oh, so-and-so celebrity is getting divorced this week. And it's like, is that really, first of all, it's none of my business. Second of all, is that like that much of a stretch? Like, if they live in Hollywood and they've been married for two years, you can kind of throw out there that they're probably getting divorced and a lot of times nail it within like a three-month span, But we have a whole industry based on that because we love that. As a society, I mean, there's a website called Gossip, I think. Right? Or a magazine. I don't know. I don't read it, but I do know it exists. Right? Because every time you check out at a grocery store, there's like six magazines that have all the rumors about everybody who decided that they wanted to be an actor and was successful, and so now we have the right to talk about them and slander them and disparage them and tear them down. And it's like, why is that even a business? And that's a business because they have a a, a people who will love that, who will buy into that, who will read that, who even if it's just sitting in the, right, waiting for the line to to move, you flip through. Like, I'll I'll flip through, I'll just see. It's like, Brad Pitt takes nosedive. Oh, really? What did he do? Uh, it just turns out he actually dove into the ocean. So, <laughs> Got me. You know, sometimes it's a joke that really isn't a joke. I, I know that, like, I will be honest, you guys know I'm a jokey guy. Like, I try not to take anything too incredibly serious. I don't do it from a standpoint of gossip. At least that's never my intent. But my wife always hits me with this line. It's a statistic that maybe is made up or maybe is real. I don't know that, like, 80% of all joking has some seriousness to it. 
Right, and I don't know where she got that. It, she can talk to you about it later. It, it probably is a real thing. She doesn't like to make stuff up often. But, but it's like, even when we're joking and we're just like, <laughs> bless her heart, you know? It's like, oh, you really kind of feel that way, don't you? Right, and, and in our minds and in, in the way we approach things, maybe we're not really trying to be detrimental in a relationship. Maybe we're not really trying to pour, tear somebody down, but it's just happening. Stop it. And if it's happening around you, put a stop to it. It's not okay. Proverbs 20.19 says that whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with a simple babbler. This is such a burn. This is such a Bible burn. It's not even funny. Don't associate with a simple babbler. You know what I mean? You simple babblers. I want a shirt made that just says simple babbler. I probably won't wear it, but I'll maybe hand it out to some of you. I'm kidding. Mostly. See, 80% of all joking. But here's the thing about gossip. Being a gossip destroys trust. And without trust, there can be no friendship. Without trust, there is no relationship. Gossip destroys friendships. Gossip does nothing but stir up dissension and anger. Listen, disagreements are part of a friendship, right? Like, it's part of any relationship is having disagreements. There is some good to that in the fact that oftentimes if you don't care about someone or something that you are discussing, there's no fight over it, right? Like somebody, some random person can say something about me, and I'll be like, who is that? You don't know him? I'll be like, I don't care. And truth be told, like, it's not a good thing to have happen, but I, I just, you don't know me and you're saying something, like, it, it, that doesn't matter. But if, if we are in some form of a relationship and there is some disagreement in that relationship and I'm willing to argue over that, I'm willing to fight over that even, it means that I care. Maybe I'm on the wrong side of that. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm arguing against something that's a truth. Somebody, you know, is, is calling me out. Somebody is rebuking me of a behavior that's poor. And, and my first instinct is to fight about that. But if it was somebody I didn't care about or something I didn't care about that was saying that, it would just kind of roll off my back a lot of times. And so dissension in a relationship can be a good thing as long as positive is brought from that, as long as we can be mature in our relationships, as long as we can have discussion, as long as we can move past that point, because forgiveness is also a part of relationships. But gossip does not let forgiveness happen. Ever have a fight with a friend? Whatever it may be, and like as you start to get over it, somebody brings it back up again, like somebody on the outside. Do you? I can't believe they did that to you, and you're just mad all over again. Only me? It can only be me. Maybe it's only me. But that's a situation that I've seen play out in my life or seen play out in other people's lives around me. It's like you're fighting with a friend over something. You start to move past that, move forward, and somebody brings up the old wound. That is gossip, by the way, and they're, they're, they're kind of like bringing it back up and rehashing things, and you started to forgive, and fresh dirt is like going over the, the wound in the ground, and they just come in with their garden rake and are like raking everything back up. Why are you doing this? But you're mad all over again, and, and, and things just are bad. Proverbs 26.20 says that for the lack of wood, the fire goes out. And where there is no whisper, quarreling ceases. 
See, when we are a gossip, we cause fighting. We cause dissension. We cause people to dislike each other. And there is a sin in that that is awful. Especially if we think about what if this is taking place in relationships where we're a Christian and the other person is not. Right? And here we are supposed to be this righteous person who's seeking after the kingdom of God, who's trying to be godly and, and, and move in that direction, and yet it turns out we're the source of this gossip. And we break down the trust in that relationship, and this person doesn't know Jesus. And maybe in a place where they were possibly open to that, now they don't even want anything to do with it. Because if that's what Jesus is like, then I don't want anything to do with Jesus. If that's what being a Christian is, then I don't want to be a Christian. When I was younger, at one of my grandpa's churches, we had a, a ministry, and uh, me and a couple other young folks at the church were, were trying to create like uh, a young adult ministry on our side of town, which was kind of a, uh, a hole that needed to be filled, especially a hole that needed to be filled in our church. And we went down one time during an art walk and we brought bottles of water just to give out for free, just to talk to people, say, hey, God bless, here's, here's a bottle of water. And there's lots of people that are willing to talk to you about Jesus. There's lots of people that are willing to talk to you about God, even just from saying God bless. And there is so much hurt and so much pain in the world of these people that we would give the water to that don't want anything to do with church because of something that a Christian did or said to them that cut like a knife. And it cut off their desire and it cut off their ties to God. Now, we're not perfect. We all make mistakes. And of course, when we screw up, we need to apologize for things. I'm not saying that we all have to be perfect 100% of the time. But we do need to think before we speak. And we do need to understand how our words can affect others. And we do need to make sure that when we are talking with another person and, and another person comes up, that it isn't gossip, that it isn't slanderous, that we aren't tearing that person down, that we aren't spreading lies or rumors, that we aren't giving way to falsehood, and that if that does arise, that we just put a squash on it, that we just say, hey, I'm not comfortable with this. Someone's willing to stir the pot, tip the pot over. Right? If someone's littering gossip, go make them pick it up and throw it in the trash. Just let's not do it. Let's not be a part of it. Let's be leaders in our communities and in our relationships and in our homes that says we're not going to be okay with tearing others down and gossiping about other people. We cannot build one another up if we are focused on tearing one another down. We can't learn from others in relationships if we have pushed them away, or even worse, we've been pushed away because of the hurt that they've caused in our life. We can't be a true friend if we are constantly betraying the trust of the ones who have confided in us. It can't happen. And we can't build close ties to other individuals if we give them nothing to bind to. If you hear nothing else from this morning, if you hear nothing else from this morning, hear this. Be the type of person that you would want to be friends with. That's the only thing you take away from today. Be the type of person that you would want to be friends with. 
And if you don't have anything nice to say, then just don't say anything at all. Let's pray, shall we? God, we come to you right now. We exalt you. We praise you for who you are, for the leader that you should be in all of our lives. God, as we have studied your word through this series, Lord, I pray that it helps us improve as friends, that it helps improve in all of our relationships, that you convict us of areas where we are wrong, that you help us to be builders of men and not destroyers of men. Lord, help us to be positive influences in the world around us. Help us to be the type of people that we would want to be friends with. People who are compassionate, people who refuse to spread lies, people who want to make each other better, people that others can learn from. God, you call us to be like you. In fact, you demand it. Our goal in life is to be as godly as we possibly can. Help us to be beacons of light in the world. Help us to be positive influence. Help us to not give way to the temptation of sinning. Help us to love others like you do. Lord, we ask for all these things in your son's name. Amen. As usual, I'll be over here to the left. If you have something you need to pray or talk about, come talk to me. Come pray with me. If you have some sort of decision that you need to make, whether that's a decision for salvation or a recommitment to your relationship with Jesus or you want to talk about becoming a member of this church, come talk to me. One of the things about friendship that hopefully we have learned is that we should never let a stone remained turned over. If you have something that you need to get off your chest, that is exactly what I'm here for. And I can absolutely promise you that it is a 100% judgment-free zone because anything that you may have done, I can tell you that I've probably done it and done it worse. If you have nothing to talk to me about this morning, that's fine too, but worship the God who wants to be your friend, who wants to be your father, and who wants what's absolutely positively best for you. Let's worship. Stand with us now.